Hey guys, I'm Ernie Hudson, better known as Winston Zettemore. Welcome to the Alabama Ghost Club. The official podcast for Alabama's Ghostbusters community. Taking our passion for and becoming geeks for good. Find us online at alabamagb.com. Here are your hosts for the official Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. Brock Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. And welcome into episode number seven of the Alabama Ghostbusters podcast. I'm Brock Parker, and with me tonight, my deputy chief. Hello, it is I, Bo Bearden. And our uh, illustrious captain, Kevin Gardner, we have sent him away on special assignment for the evening. Yeah, it was time to vent the containment unit, and he lost the rock, paper, scissor battles between the three of us. <laughs> we should be throwing Rookie to the wolves and doing that, but... We can only expose him to so much before it officially breaks him down. That is true. That is true. <laughs> we haven't talked to you since February, and we have been extremely busy over these last three months. Bo, why don't you fill everybody in on what we've been up to? Uh, mostly with the springtime, you know, it always kicks in with all the uh, the walks that we love doing. Uh, like, so we just got done with the campaign with Walk MS from walks from Huntsville to Coleman, Tuscaloosa, Montgomery as always. And also, uh, from our last time we done it, I just made me think about it. We had the uh, Cookies with Characters in uh, Andalusia. I just realized about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a big, big event. We had a lot of fun at that one. That was a first time event for us that far south in Alabama. And that turned out really well. Uh, and we're definitely going to be heading back there next year. And then also, uh, as I saw a lot of the other franchises take part of it, we also did. We had a free comic book day. We, we hit it in Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, and Montgomery. And uh, well, like everybody had a blast. And the good thing about it with us this year is, you know, the Ghostbusters comics in full swing now. So, you know, our presence at Free Comic Book Day is just that more special. Yeah, it is. And you had the wonderful idea to do a trivia contest the day before Free Comic Book Day that Friday. And you had uh, four issues of the the trade paperback that uh, just came out. And so we gave away four copies of that. That turned out to be a pretty big hit. It was really good. I'm like I said, I was glad to send out some to folks I didn't know. And it was also even more special sending it to a couple of folks I know. You know, Jamie and uh, Michael. Yep, dear friends of ours from Tennessee and Georgia, respectively. But it's good sharing the comic book love. That's right. But yeah, you're right. It has been an absolutely busy spring. We also had Auburn City Fest, and that was back at the end of April. And that was a little warm. Oh, yeah. So we, you know, summers in, in Alabama can be hot, can be humid. And that day seemed to kick it off. That was the first official welcome to flight suit sweaty fun <laughs> oh thank goodness for tents yes sir now we need us to be able to afford us one of those big portable misting fans and it'll be perfect yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing you can do is check our website alabamagb.com you can see recaps of past events and view our image gallery we took a lot of pictures during the spring and uh, we're getting ready we are one week away from the alabama phoenix festival and we are, can I say, beyond excited for this one? This is something that uh, that Bo had a really big hand in in talking with Tim and, and Steve, the guys who are running APF. And uh, I came on board a little bit later, but uh, Bo and I especially have been orchestrating some very special things for this. And it's a first-year con for these guys, but it sounds like they're going to do it right. Oh, yeah. Tim and Steve, they've been very excellent at putting this on together. Like, as um as we've hit on before, Alabama hasn't been a really big convention hotbed, which, I mean, I understand, you know, we're not one of the, the major, major cities. But, I mean, you know, as Tim and Steve, they've experienced, like we all have, we've all got conventions and kind of we've, we've had like a one-and-done convention or something come, and then it leaves people kind of jaded. And they've experienced that. Well, they decided, you know, hey, let's, let's put together a con where, you know, we've learned from other folk experiences and kind of improve on that and make it more fan-friendly. And that seems like uh, the direction they're headed, and it's going to be a blast. Yeah, you're exactly right. We've had, you know, just in the last couple of years, one or two conventions that have come through Birmingham. We're not on purpose leaving out some of the smaller conventions, um, the relax cons, things of that nature, where people just go to relax without your traditional convention attributes. But we're talking about to have big name guests that come in, lots of activities, tons of costumers. Birmingham has been in dire need of something like that. And Tim and Steve are, are fans first and foremost, and we've been able to talk to them quite a bit, and they've got our full support for this, and they, they are treating us incredibly. 
more, much more than I think we could <laughs> ever deserve. But these guys are awesome. And so what we're going to do for Alabama Phoenix Festival is bring somebody extremely important to us and extremely important to the Ghostbusters fan base. And that, of course, is... The wonderful lady that portrayed Slimer in Ghostbusters 2, Miss Robin Shelby. That's right. We have Robin and her husband, Sean, will be joining her. And we're going to hopefully show those two a wonderful time in Birmingham. And that is Memorial Day weekend. As of this recording, it is one week away. So if you're listening to this uh, the week before, just a few days before, as of now, you cannot get tickets to it online. You'll have to show up at the door. But we certainly hope that you'll come out. And even if it's just for a day, come by and say hi. We'll have a a table there. Robin will be having uh, her table there. And we'll actually be doing quite a bit with Robin. We've got a panel on Friday that's simply called Robin and the Alabama Ghostbusters. So we'll all be up there doing a panel with her and and getting to know her. And uh, she's got two panels, I believe, on her own well, one on her own, which she has asked us to be a part of. So we won't leave her hanging. We'll, we'll definitely help her out there. And another one about women in the film industry. And she'll be joining some of the other convention guests for that. So that seems to be pretty cool. And then we'll have our own panel on Sunday, I believe. One thing about this for anybody that is attending, the area they're having it is in the Highway 28459 area. So it's a beautiful area, plenty of parking, you know, good places to eat after you get done hanging out with the convention. Please come out. It's going to be something special. Definitely. As a matter of fact, Robin is going to join us in just a few minutes, and we're so excited about that. So we'll have an interview with with Robin and uh, let you hear her take on the whole craziness of the Ghostbusters fandom and being in the movies and acting and dealing with a fan base pretty loyal as ours. Oh, yes. It's become very fun, you know. Now I've met two of the Ghostbusters, and now I'm on deck to meet Robin. So, you know, this is this is becoming special for me and special for everybody else. Because I know uh, just, you know, the way she's been out through, like, Facebook with personal with everybody, this is going to be really cool. All right, Bo, let's not procrastinate any longer. With us tonight is a person who really needs no introduction, especially to the Ghostbusters community. She is talented. She is beautiful. She is one of the most outgoing people you will ever meet. She is Robin Shelby. Hi, Robin. You are too kind. Hi, Brock. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, Robin is mostly known in the Ghostbusters community as Slimer from Ghostbusters 2. Let's start off talking about how you got your start. Where are you originally from? Originally from Hebron, Illinois, a very small town. If you blink and you're driving through it, you'll pass it. And then when I was 11, moved out to Northern California, and that's really where I got bitten by the acting bug. What really got that bug? Well, I love singing and started doing musical theater at 11. My first musical was The Wizard of Oz. And from the moment I, I stepped out on stage on opening night, that was it was it. It was done. And I've uh, been acting ever since. What helped you break into the professional ranks? I started, uh, I, I did a lot of musical theater and I started doing some professional musical theater with a company called TheaterWorks in Palo Alto. And then I got an agent which kind of led me to my first job at Industrial Light and Magic. So that was that's kind of what led me to my first gig, which was the movie Willow. Very cool. What exactly did you do at ILM? I was introduced to the people at ILM when I worked on Willow. And there's a scene in Willow where Willow runs on top of a bridge and uh, a two-headed monster comes out of a pond and picks up the troll and tears him into two pieces. At ILM, I was a special effect. I was a troll that got torn into two pieces. And so that kind of was like my big break into special effects and and getting to know people there at ILM. Will is a great movie. It is. It's it's a lot of fun. Actually kind of underrated, really. It's it's a very sweet, sweet story. I love it. How long were you at ILM? Well, I only worked a couple of days on Willow. And real quick, funny story. The night before that I was supposed to shoot on Willow, and it really was physically kind of draining. It was hanging from a bar. And then I was hooked up to almost like a flying system where I was pulled off the bar, twirled around and then went onto a mat. Well, the night before um, I had a 103 degree fever and was throwing up. And so my father, I was ready to say, I can't do this. I, I can't do this. And my father said, yes, you can. And he took the day off of work, drove me, packed me in a car 
drove me to ILM to do the day of work, making sure I was okay, and uh, took me home. And had I not gone that day or two to Willow, I probably wouldn't be talking to you now as Slimer. Take a job when you can get it. If you know there's work to be had, try and do it. Definitely. You never know when those doors are going to open for you. Exactly. Willow was was what year? I'm trying to remember. I think it was 87, if I'm not mistaken. A couple of years before Ghostbusters 2. How did you get from Willow to Ghostbusters? Somebody else by the name of Billy Porter was supposed to, was scheduled to to play Slimer. And because of scheduling conflicts, he had to back out. And Ned Gorman, who was kind of like the head of special effects there, said, wait a minute, there's somebody about her size who I think could do this. Let's call her in. It's uh, her name. Her name is Robin. Call her in. She worked on Willow. And I had an audition because he remembered me. And that was a done deal. And I got the job. Oh, that's very cool. So you auditioned for Ghostbusters 2. What was the, the reaction, not only from you, but from the cast of getting you involved with that film? I was a fan, just like everybody else, of the original Ghostbusters film. So, of course, I was, I was ecstatic. I was very excited. And the funny part about working with everybody on the film, I was isolated to a blue screen. So everything that I did did not have to be with any of the cast members whatsoever. So literally, they shot most of the principal photography in a different state. And then they would shoot my stuff and put it together with the principal photography. It was two separate things. So technically, I didn't have to meet any of the cast members whatsoever. It could be done completely separately at a different time, and and the special effects team put it together. But we know that you've met some of the cast because you've got some behind-the-scenes videos that you've shared of you and Bill Murray messing around and all. What was it like working with with somebody like Bill? He was amazing. He, He was there because he was doing some looping at Skywalker Ranch. He happened to come there that day because he was curious. He wanted to see what was going on. He was, he was incredible. Um, he just kind of sat in while Ivan Reitman told the special effects team what he was looking for for each shot. And then afterwards, he, you know, he came up to me. We goofed around a little bit. And then I did my day of shooting. He stuck around and he turned that night the soundstage into he brought in a DJ. He brought in drinks and he turned the whole thing into a party that whole night for everybody. You know, a lot of people ask me, you know, is he a good guy? And from what I know of him, absolutely. He, he could not have been nicer to me. He was great. But that's awesome. I, I often hear of, of people talking about him, that the people that have met him, maybe at one of his minor league baseball teams or, or somewhere, and said he, he's extremely nice. He really is. I mean, honestly, he was very, very fun and playful and, and goofing around and, and helpful, too, actually. He was he was kind of listening into what Ivan was talking about and adding his two cents into it. And he's a very smart man. Did any of the other cast members, Dan or Harold or Ernie, ever show up? No. Unfortunately, I have never met Dan. I've never met Rick Moranis, although I've had a scene with him. (laughs) Um, I have become friends with Ernie just from doing conventions and meeting him at events. He is probably one of the nicest people you will ever meet. Just a beautiful person. He's really great. I feel lucky that I've gotten to meet the cast members that I've gotten to meet because technically, like I said, I didn't have to meet any of them. So the fact that I've met Bill, worked with him that day, and, and then become friends with, with Ernie. I've become friends with Slavica and William Atherton through conventions afterwards and, and, and getting to know them and meet them. And they're all really very talented, wonderful people. Well, there they are. We've we've definitely had the, the honor of I was spending some time with Ernie at Atlanta Comic-Con back in 2010. We took him out to dinner after spending the entire day, so it was amazing. <laughs> he, did, he didn't get tired of us, which was nice, uh, but um, definitely a, a generous man and, and somebody that we we certainly all love as, as, as well as all the other ones that we've met. Yes. Dan came to Alabama in May of 2010 uh, promoting his Crystal Head Vodka, and uh, I didn't get a chance to go to that one. But a lot of our guys went up to Huntsville and, and got a chance to meet him and, and said uh, he also is just a fantastic guy and, and extremely nice and, and courteous to, to all the fans. And I, th- I think that's really what draws a lot of us to you guys who are part of the, the franchise and the cast and the crew is everybody just seems to be so doggone nice and fan-friendly for the most part. And, you know, if, if you're not, I, don't, I just don't quite get it. You're right. Like, I, honestly, I've never seen anyone um, appreciate their fans more than I've seen Ernie appreciate his fans. I mean, he seriously is gracious about the whole thing, and he, he knows. It's like 
that that's what's put him where he's at are the people that appreciate his work and um and and I'm the same way it's like anybody that comes up to me and talks to me about ghostbusters I'm so appreciative of the ghostbusters fans cuz I would be absolutely you know nowhere without people knowing what I've worked on and appreciating my work what I've done so I, I love to meet other actors who are in that same mind frame that just really you know can can be wonderful to their fans cuz you should be you really should be let's talk about life post ghostbusters I was still living in northern california when I shot, I was living in San Jose at the time uh, when I shot Ghostbusters 2. And I, I moved to L.A. and got an agent and started, you know, trying to get some work as an actress in Los Angeles after that. Um, and since then, I've done more theater. Um, I've done some television guest spots. I've done some more film. I've created a web series, which has been a real learning experience. Just just trying to stay creative. You know, I've, I've been an actress ever since. Like other actors, I've had different day jobs to keep me going, of course, but just very lucky. I'm very lucky that I can say that I've continued working and continued being creative and having fun doing it. I can definitely tell it's something you love, and that's certainly important to have in your everyday life to be able to do things that you love. Absolutely. It's, you know, I, I have a lot of people ask me, um, you know, I have I have someone who's interested in getting into acting. What What advice would you give them? And in all honesty, I say, if they don't really want it, don't do it. But if you really want it, if it's part of you and you just can't live without it, then don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Stick with it and believe in yourself because there's enough people to tell you that you can't do it. You you have to surround yourself um, with people who who believe in you and push you forward and say, you can do this, you're talented, and, and, and keep working for it. It's a hard business. You really have to love it. But if you do love it, if it's all you can see yourself doing, then... Stick with it, you know. It's it's tough, but I'm 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 glad I took the road that I've taken. Let's talk about Far from the Tree. Hysterical. I absolutely love this web series that you guys are doing. You're so sweet. Thank you. Quite a few of us watch it. Tell me what's that like? I know just starting a, a web series mm-hmm. and that's something, you know, just over the last few years has become a little bit more mainstream. A lot of people getting into it and everything, but coming up with one that's funny and successful. Tell me what that was like and where the idea came from and just, I guess, talk about its evolution. It was an idea that I had. My husband is a very talented and funny writer. He writes all the episodes. That's that's all his brilliance. He's, he's fantastic. So I had an idea about a very dysfunctional mother and her daughter, and I asked Sean to write something for it. And he's like, you know what? What I want you to do, do this. Sit down write an episode so I get an idea of where your head is at, where you want it to go, and we'll take it from there. And I said, I can't write. I'm not a, I'm an actress. I'm not a writer. And he goes, yes, you can. Do it. Just sit down and try it. I, I really am. like, It's a gift. Writing is a total gift. So is acting. But I, the writing part of it, I really respect people who do it well. But I sat down. I did my best. <laughs> I wrote an episode as best I could. And my husband looked at it. He goes, you know what? It's good. I see three different episodes in what you wrote. You have like kind of three different ideas. Let me take that and run with it. And we wrote our first three episodes from the one idea that I had for the first script. And my husband is brilliant. He made it so funny. And it's so fun to to take his scripts and bring it to life because it's just it's he's got a very dry, sarcastic, fun sense of humor. And he brings that to Far From the Tree. It started with an idea because I wanted to stay creative. I wanted to create something of my own and just put it out there. It was tough because we had to do it Screen Actors Guild. We had to go through the union because I'm union. And that's a whole world of, you know, it's the way to go. But it's a lot of red tape and it's a lot of filling out paperwork and making sure that everyone is up to date on their dues and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of work, but it was it, it turned out to be worth it. We screened at the L.A. Web Festival about a month ago. That was pretty cool to actually see something that that you had an idea and and you created and it actually is out there for people to see. It's a lot of fun. When you sometimes create something, it's maybe loosely based upon real life events. I'm I'm hoping that's not a a relationship you have with your mom. No, 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 no. (laughs) Let's put it this way. In all honesty, it's moments that I've had with different family members taken to the nth degree. It's like um, blown out of proportion and exaggerated to no end. So no, it's definitely that is not that is not my mother. I'm putting that out there right now. 
but um, like I said, it's just different moments that I've had with my mom and aunts and, you know, and different people kind of put all together and then Sean took it and just made it way out there, you know, so, so no, that is not my life. Just, so you know, <laughs> <laughs> comforting. That's very good to know. <laughs> and I, I, I don't even have a, a, a drunk sister. So, you know, <laughs> so, so that that's all concocted. So just, you know. Oh, very nice. Well, it, it, it's it's so much fun to watch. You guys are, are not currently producing them right now or? We're going back into production, um, probably shooting. Sean wrote three scripts. There might be some surprise casting. We'll let you know. I can't say anything right now. Working on it. But uh, we're probably going to go, I'm guessing, mid-June. We'll, we'll probably be shooting the next three episodes. So, yes, we're going back into production. Awesome. Definitely keep up the good work on that. We always enjoy watching those. Those are definitely original. And just uh, we've all got family members that are off the rocker just a little bit. So it's definitely something that a lot of us can relate to. And, and that's where humor comes from. If there's a grain of truth, it's like then you can identify and it makes you laugh. So, I, like I said, I owe all that to Sean. He did a fantastic job writing it. Speaking of Sean, you and Sean are both coming to Alabama Phoenix Festival, which is Memorial Day weekend. Looking forward to finally meeting both of you guys. Uh, we were so thrilled to, to have you come to Alabama to be part of this. As far as conventions go, mm-hmm. APF is your second convention. It's my second convention ever, yes. Your first convention was Horror Hound up in Cincinnati. Yes, and it was an amazing experience. You know, it really was great. I, I'm so glad that that was my first convention experience because I went there thinking, I've never done a convention. If I like it, I'll do another one. And if I don't, I just don't have to do another one. You know, to see, I'll see how it goes. And, of course, I left there thinking, I, I, I want to do this again. It, it was just a blast. It's like the other cast members, the Kentucky Ghostbusters, the Ohio Ghostbusters, the people that were there that were just more than amazing. It just made for a real special weekend. It was great. Well, I'm very happy that you liked it and had a good time because that means we got a we got a shot at you now. So. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. What prompted you to to start trying out conventions? You know, it, I don't know. I was I was approached to to doing one, and with Horror Hound, I I ended up there's there's a a, a guy his name is Sean Clark with Convention All Stars, and he also. Um, has the guy who was the puppeteer on the original Slimer in Ghostbusters is is also with him. And I decided to sign up with him, and he said, they really want you at Horror Hound. Do you want to go? So it kind of, it wasn't something that I was seriously actively pursuing at the time. It just kind of, it just kind of happened. I enjoyed it so much. I'm kind of like keeping my eyes open. If something looks fun, I'll say, hey, you know, I, this would be fun to go to. What do you think? So now I'm, I'm sort of pursuing. It's not my, obviously not my full-time job. But it's just if, if a convention sounds like fun, then I'm I'm looking into it. But yeah, that's how I got into it. Just started with Horrorhound as kind of a, a chance happening. It wasn't something that I, I searched out too much. Well, I'm very glad that you got into conventions because, like I said, you're heading to our great state next week. Yes. And I'm very happy this all worked out. You and I had been talking uh, off and on about potentially coming down to Alabama and I think you said you possibly had something else lined up Memorial Day. So I know we've, we've got another convention coming up in November. So we didn't know how everything was going to fall. Right. And then it just so happens that we got to talking to Tim and Steve of Alabama Phoenix Fest more and more. I think your schedule came open. And yes. all of a sudden there was a mad, and I do mean a mad dash, to get everything in place. And, <laughs> and we are beyond thrilled that you're going to be here. Um, and this is going to be your first time in the Southeast. That is correct. And I want to say thank you to you guys for like the the lengths that you went, I think, to try and get me out there. I know it wasn't super easy or fast or anything. So thank you for, for doing what you did to get me out there. It's well worth every moment that well, uh, that, that we did putting together, definitely. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're all just crazy excited about next week i I don't know of any of our members or any of our friends that are coming that are not excited about getting up here and 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 getting to meet you we we do have a big weekend planned for you and sean (laughs) we got dinners definitely some barbecue for you so we're we're definitely going to treat you to uh to some good southern hospitality when you get here and i get to celebrate my birthday with you guys yes i'm excited i'm excited this will be fun we have plans, yes. I'm scared. I'm very scared. <laughs> no need to be scared. I promise. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. 
Um, you've also got some other conventions coming up. There is a Space City Con in Houston in August. Outside of that, there are some things that are possibilities. But like I said, you know, if, if they fall into place, great. You know, I'm definitely open to meeting more uh, more GB fans. So, but right now, the only thing that's kind of concrete is the Space City Con in Houston. Houston in August. That's not going to be cold at all. I am going to start hydrating right now. <laughs> You know, or I'm going to be staying in in the the hotel and convention center like the whole time. <laughs> I, I lived in Texas for three years when I was in the Air Force, and the summers are not friendly. I mean, summers here in Alabama, we've got a lot of humidity because we're right on the Gulf Coast. You know, we have hundred degree days and all, but Texas is it's a whole different beast. So <laughs> definitely, definitely keep water on you at all times out there. Absolutely. Stay inside in air conditioning, right? Yes, very much so. <laughs> I'll be doing that a lot. I know I will. <laughs> I've never been to Houston. I've never been to Birmingham. So all this is uh, exploring new parts of the country, which is kind of fun, too. We certainly hope you enjoy it. Uh, Birmingham is a, is a wonderful city. Lots of things to do. I mean, it's not a sprawling metropolis like L.A. or <laughs> anything like that. But uh, definitely, it's, it's a good-sized place. And, and uh, it's a place where we have a lot of events. And we've been busy getting out the word to, to different areas about the convention and everything, both online and then out locally everywhere. So we're hoping a lot of people show up and come and just get a chance to chance to hang out with you. That's going to be awesome. And it's a first-time convention, right? It is. It is. This is their first time. And uh, Alabama has not been a hotbed of great conventions. So these guys are passionate. They are very passionate. They're, they're people like us. Uh, who have managed to pull off quite an impressive uh, lineup for the first time out and a lot of activities. So great. The Alabama Ghostbusters, we are a, a sponsor. We are your sponsor. Um, yes, yes. So we, we're, we're heavily involved with it, and I just have the utmost confidence everything is going to be fantastic, going to go great. And so I'm hoping that, that we have a, a long future with these guys uh, in our state because we definitely need conventions in our backyard. And I, I dare say... Being able to bring you here, being able to sponsor you and have you a part of, of our gathering is a is a crowning moment for us. Well, thank you for including me. And um, so far, if it's their first time uh, doing this convention, like Tim is really on it. I mean, honestly, I I would never have guessed that it, that it's a first time convention. He really has it all together. I'm impressed so far. Very impressed. Definitely, that that's what has has shocked us. Um, seeing all the the planning and stuff that's gone into it, but uh, it's going to be a great time. So if you guys are in the Birmingham area, we're going to get Robin into town uh, just before the convention begins, May twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. We're going to be having a lot of fun. So come on out and join us <laughs> and join Robin and maybe see Happy Dance. Maybe see <laughs> who knows. <laughs> it's going to be a whole lot of stuff going on. Yes, come out and say hello, please. It'll be it'll it'll be great. And uh, I need some uh, some birthday happy dancers with me, so definitely have to come out and help me with that. We got some lined up, I know. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on, bring it on. <laughs> well, um, we've got uh, some questions for you that we have taken from the group and from Facebook and from Twitter. Sure. All right, one of our members, uh, he's an engineer in our group, and our engineers are pretty much the guys who can build all the props and everything is the, the people we rely on heavily to, to help people with their, their building process. Mm -hmm. Joey Esco, how heavy was the Slimer suit? Um, one word, very. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a lot was going on with that suit. There's a lot of motors, uh, servos. You wouldn't, you would have no idea. Probably about almost half my, certainly half my own body weight was, was in that costume. So it was very heavy. It took about, we got it down to probably about 20, 25 minutes getting into the costume. In the beginning, it was a little longer because everybody was kind of finding the best way to, to work with it. And a kind of funny side note, once I got in the costume, there was the whole body piece and there was the head piece. And once I got into it, they really, I wasn't really eating or drinking anything but water because there was a concern that if I were eating something and I were to choke, they couldn't get the costume off in time to help me. So they basically, uh, I, I had to eat before I got in the suit because everything else was kind of cut off until I was done working. So how long in between times that you were able to eat? While we were shooting, though, they would take the head off probably about once an hour 
and, you know, 10, 15 minutes, just, you know, take a break. And at one point it was me. I, I'm like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We're in the middle of shooting something. And uh, the woman who was there helping me, she was also part of the, you know, making sure that the, the costume stayed slimy and, and wet. She was talking to me. She goes, Robin. And there's no response. Robin, no response. <laughs> she says, guys, guys, we got to get her out of here. And I had been in there too long trying to do too much. And it was my decision. I, it was a bad one. But I just kind of, uh, they basically got me out of there and gave me a long break. But it was probably once an hour was, was when I got out of there. That's not too bad. No, actually, they were really very careful in making sure that I was doing okay. And I had like, all the puppeteers were like brothers, seriously, on the set. And they were watching over me like hawks. And they were they were great. So I, I was very, very protected and watched. I, I wasn't too worried. Okay. Kevin Gardner, who is uh, one of my co-captains in the group, uh, he mm-hmm. wants to know, have you ever considered doing a fan documentary on your experiences on set with Ghostbusters 2? And if you will, going to your experiences about being Slimer. I have not. I have not. I've, I've, I've kind of uh, hinted to a few people I wouldn't mind being part of some fan films that are, that are being made because I, I think that would be a blast. But no, I, I haven't. I, you know, it's so funny. Honestly, I think that would for me, it's like, really, you'd want to who would sit through like a half an hour, you know, of, of me talking about being Slimer. I don't know. Us? So, no. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> But no, I, honestly, I have not considered doing that, but I've considered other fan films that people are making being part of that. He's given me an idea. You know, you never know. Maybe I'll think of putting a little something together for the fans and putting it out there down the road. That'll be cool. We'll definitely all watch that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ronnie Taylor, one of our other guys. What, if any effect, do you think your portrayal of Slimer had on the real Ghostbusters cartoon show? And he goes on to ask, do you think they adapted more of your performance and personality into the cartoon after the second movie? It did seem like Slimer became more lively and personable after the second movie was released. I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't really, at the time, I was not watching real Ghostbusters. But from what I understand, it's the other way around. It's like, I think the Slimer in Ghostbusters 2 might have been influenced from the real Ghostbusters. And the kind of uh, the fan base that the kids had in in Slimer with that show, to be honest, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But that's kind of what I what I get. It kind of evolved because of the real Ghostbusters. He became a little more more of a, a friendly cartoon character, if you notice. Yeah, he's definitely a a little bit cuter in Ghostbusters too, um, and and definitely a little more helpful in Ghostbusters too. I, I have a feeling it's from the cartoon and not the other way around, but. People could argue with me, and you might be right. That, I'm just going off of what other people have told me. Well, Slimer was definitely cuter in Ghostbusters 2. I will agree to that. <laughs> See, even though you were under the costume, it just yes. came out of you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Brownie points. <laughs> Chalk it up. <laughs> um, well, Chuck Elam, he's a, a fantastic guy. He wants to know, outside of meeting him at Alabama Phoenix Fest, what are some of your goals for the future? And I just want to say, Chuck, that is my goal for the future. To meet you. That's it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, that's very sweet. And Chuck has been phenomenal. I've, I've gotten to know Chuck online. He's he's fantastic. My, my goals for the future, um, continue on with the web series and just continue acting. I'm a creative person, um, and I just want to continue doing what I, I love to do. So creating more and, and acting more is, is my goal for the future, basically. All right. Ronnie wants to know again, how many films or television series have you been involved with? Wow, quite a few. You can go to imdb.com and type in Robin Shelby. <laughs> no, honestly, I've been involved with um, quite a few TV series and quite a few films, you know, on, on screen and special effects. And But to be like, as you probably could figure out, I'm, I'm most known and proud of, of Slimer, to be quite honest. But I've done some sitcom work. I've done some, you know, some different. Um, I just recently did a couple of independent films that are also on IMDb. Um, I did. A, it's called Democracy at Work. I'm in that. I'm in Meet the Zillas, which is uh, a new short film coming out. So, like I said, I've been so lucky. I've been involved with a lot, um, whether it be, you know, small parts in a lot of projects. It doesn't matter. I've just been very lucky to to keep busy and and keep working. My deputy chief, Bo Bearden. Hey, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know, what is your dream role to play and perform? Wow. Wow. Okay. There's there's a role on stage that I would love to play. It's a musical. 
and it's Peter Pan. I would love to play Peter Pan. Following the steps of Kathy Rigby, who I adore, actually. Um, it, seriously, that's a show that I, I've always wanted to tackle. And I know it's physically demanding and vocally demanding, but it's a challenge I'd love to try. So you'd be willing to get on the wires and fly above the stage? Hello, this is me. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That. Are you kidding? That would be so much fun. Bring it on. That's what I say. I love the zest and the <laughs> zest for life. <laughs> you couldn't catch me up there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. But it's just it's a, it's you know it's just, it's it's a, like it's a challenge that that kind of gets me. Um, I'm always I, I've heard so many actors say this, but it's so true. It's like if it scares you, do it. And, and that role would scare me just a little bit because it's it's so demanding, but I would love to try that. Um, the one final question that we've had come in, and I'll save this one for last for you. <laughs> when did Robin realize that there's a big, adoring fan base that is intensely interested in something she did almost 30 years ago? Now, can, I just want to clarify I did Ghostbusters 2 23 years ago, so don't make me older. <laughs> 20 <laughs> years ago. Whoever asked that? 20. Come on. I got to be honest. When I was shooting it, and for years after, I don't think many people knew that there was anyone behind Slimer. I think a lot of people thought it was a special effect built in a computer and never had a human touch to it. I would say it's in the last five to seven years that, and I, I kind of attribute this a lot to being online and even like connecting with people on Facebook and conventions and it it's, hasn't been that long ago that I that I realized people are out there and they're supportive and they're interested and they're true Ghostbusters fans that that just want to wish you the best and and say hi. So I would it's really recently I would say most definitely in the last five years I've been more aware of the Ghostbusters community, but they've just been amazing. They've they've been great. And we do have a lot of good fans in this community, and that's that's why I I stick with it, and I'm pretty much almost exclusively Ghostbusters as far as my, I guess you could say my fandom is concerned. I have a few other things, but my heart and soul is really into Ghostbusters. I know what you mean about the online community, especially because you and I met last summer online Yes. through Facebook. We had our charity auction for the tornado recovery and relief, and you had contacted me and you know, sent some stuff in for the auction and everything. And, and I just want to tell you here, thank you so much for that. That was a tremendous help in, in raising money for our state and try to do our part to help get people that, that we don't even know, you know, get back on their feet because it was such a devastating loss. And we certainly appreciate uh, you reaching out to us for that. You are so welcome. And I wish I could, honestly, I wish I could, I could have done more, but anytime I, th- there's been a few charities that, that I'm so proud of that the Ghostbusters community have, has gotten involved with. My husband is from Ohio, and the Ohio Ghostbusters also had some relief efforts in their state as well. And I, I contacted them as well and did what I could. Um, you give back. And the community has been so great to me. And if, if there's something you know, I, at all that I can do, of course, I'm going to see if I, can, if I can help. So it's my pleasure. And, you know, I'm, if it, it helped at all, I'm, I'm really glad. We thank you immensely for that. Uh, we also had some stuff from Ernie and from uh, from Dan. Oh, great! The, those guys sent some stuff. They're they're pretty wonderful, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I- incredible, and especially to to help us out with that. All you guys giving up your time and effort was uh, it meant a lot to us, and I, I fully believe we we're able to do some good uh, with all that. So I love it, and and I think um you mentioned like doing good, and I I, I see so many of the chapters just doing good. I recently did a relay for life with the uh, Southern California Ghostbusters. I'm just, I'm proud. I'm proud that, that people are out there helping and they're taking something that they love and something that they're a fan of and turning it into helping others, which you can't ask for anything more. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Figure if I'm going to strap on a 25 pound proton pack and, <laughs> and go places, I might as well get, do some, do some decent things with it. And, and And you do, you do. So yeah, you should be proud. You should definitely be proud. Well, it, it's always our thing that anything we do charity related is, is never, definitely never about us. We uh, we do it for the love of people and, and especially during the, the tornado times. I mean, this is our home state and, and people we don't even know, but it's, it's neighbor helping neighbor and stranger helping stranger to try to bring some sort of normalcy back into their lives. And so I, I totally agree that the, the Ghostbusters fan base is pretty good about getting out there and doing that. And that's, that's an, a huge reason Probably the biggest reason I'm happy to get out there and be a part of this whole thing. I just say, honestly, to all the chapters, just keep doing what you're doing because you are helping 
a lot of people with a lot of different charities. And, and I think that's what I'm so proud of. I think, I think it's pretty cool. Going back to the online community, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how you found us with, with that auction, I know that you are extremely friendly on Facebook and everything with everybody. I mean, you and I have become what I feel is, is pretty good friends. Yes, I agree. And I've noticed a, a lot of people, whenever they mention you, everybody's like, oh, yeah, she's so great. You know, it's just wonderful to have somebody like that out there. So, you know, on behalf of, of all of us out here that you have yet to meet in person, <laughs> thank you so much for being there for us. And I certainly hope that uh, we can always be there for you no matter what. And, you know, it, it goes in reverse. It's like I've had some trials and tribulations over the last year or two and, and the Ghostbusters community it's been overwhelming, you know, the support and the giving back that I, that I've gotten. So I thank everyone as well for the friendship and and the support. It's karma. What goes around comes around. And I'm so lucky to have met some of the amazing people like yourself in the Ghostbusters community. I hope to meet more and keep getting out there and, and meeting more Ghostbusters. Well, we're definitely everywhere. And it's not a bad thing. Exactly. No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, Robin, thank you so much. We've been meaning to to have you on here for the longest time, and it just seems like the perfect time to do it. You're going to be in Birmingham in a week, and we cannot wait. As I've stressed before, I certainly hope that we can show you guys a a wonderful time while you're here. But thank you so much for, for coming on with us, and we will see you very soon. Thank you for having me on your podcast, and I can't wait to meet you. You've been amazing. I'm waiting to meet you and the whole team. I'm going to have, I'm going to have so much fun. I just know it. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, we certainly appreciate that. Thank you. And and you're definitely going to meet a lot of us. Good. (laughs) I hope they're all on their best behavior. I'm sure they will. And and just, you know, hang on in a week because Birmingham is in for a party, I think. (laughs) Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, thanks so much, Robin. Thank you, Brock. And there you have the lovely Miss Robin Shelby. What an absolute delight to talk to. And I certainly hope that you enjoyed the interview. Bo, what was your take on what Robin had to say? Wow, she's an awesome lady. Very, very fun. Great interview, by the way. Very good job. I enjoyed that. The way she started out, you know, you talked about how she broke into the business where she played a troll torn half, which I kind of find it very ironic that she played a character in one movie that got torn to pieces and killed, and then the very next movie she comes back as a ghost. <laughs> well, you know, you, you've got to have life, death, and the afterlife, so she has conquered it all. <laughs> and also, she died as a troll, came back as a green ghost, you know? <laughs> it works. It just works. Yeah. Also, I thoroughly enjoy that she confirms the legend that is Bill Murray by Bill bringing the party to everything. That doesn't surprise me, you know, they... He shuts down ILM to bring in a DJ and uh, have a good time. <laughs> no kidding. It's, it's just like at South by Southwest a couple of years ago. You know, people are in Austin, Texas for that. And right in the middle of it, in just normal Bill fashion, just out of the blue, shows up and starts bartending and serving drinks to people. <laughs> and it didn't matter. Whatever you wanted, it was going to be whiskey. <laughs> good old Bill. <laughs> and, um, thoroughly enjoyed that she you know she was like all of us at you know wowed by ernie's charm and how awesome he is that's been one of the coolest things about me doing this like i said she reaffirms me ernie's one of the coolest most down-to-earth people you could meet yeah ernie is an absolute treasure and we're we're very fortunate to have uh, spent some time with him you and i in in atlanta oh yeah and also um like i said as you were hitting on talking about houston uh now the other warmer climates, you know, hopefully with this being, you know, her second convention before she, uh, it'll be her first convention before she goes to Houston. Maybe we can introduce her to the greatness of the south of humidity and mosquitoes. So maybe that'll prep her a little <laughs> bit before she goes out to Houston. Maybe a little. May still not too hot of a month here. It's it's getting up there. But by the time she gets here, it'll be probably low 90s and everything. But when she gets yeah. to Houston in August, I mm, no, no. Yeah, I, I can't say I don't envy that trip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was brutal when I lived in Austin for three years. And the heat, nah, no thanks. I mean, even uh-huh. I, sp- I, I spent some time, as I mentioned, the, being in the Air Force, I spent some time in Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. There it was 90 degrees, like at 10 and 11 o'clock at night. It was, it was hot, Jeez. but... To have the sun present and still beating down on you during that time, she is exactly right. You've got to you got to stay indoors during that time, and I know she will. And also, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to take her up on that happy dance. She's gonna she's promised all of us. <laughs> I figured you and Rookie and Roberto Cop <laughs> would would be for it. Roberto Suarez. So 
he he dances everywhere anyhow. Roberto just looks for an excuse to dance, and sometimes he doesn't usually have to find one. He just does anyway. Yeah, he he just breaks out, and it's it's perfect. It it's just pure Roberto. I find it very unfair that she had to play a character that was, you know, infamous for being gluttonous and eating the whole time. And fortunately, while she was in the costume, she couldn't eat, which is, you know, a little unfair. But, you know, I understand <laughs> completely where she's coming from because that would not be fun. And I can agree with her. Don't make any of us older than we already are. Ghostbusters 2 was really not that long ago. Exactly. It was the beginning of my high school years. And I remember it vividly. And I my memory still ticking along pretty good from that time frame. So I don't think it was too long ago. <laughs> At least I'd like to believe that my hair color will, you know, say something else, <laughs> a little bit of gray on the sides. <laughs> You're lucky. At least your hair is light colored. You can look at me <laughs> getting more of the salt and pepper every day. And that was a, like I said, great interview. I'm looking forward to meeting her in person and next weekend's it. That's right. And it's something that we've been looking forward to now for a little while. And Bo has, has been instrumental in, in getting this whole thing kicked off with Alabama Phoenix fest. I normally really only get excited for Dragon Con every year. I think the level of excitement I have about this right now is probably a little bit above Dragon Con. I am definitely excited about next week. I mean, we always have fun hanging out. We're, we're a group that loves each other. We're, we're like a family. But knowing that Robin and, and Sean are going to be here in the mix is just fueling it even more. My adrenaline's going for this. I can't wait. What the cool thing about it is we've worked with Phoenix Fest, you know, with us get to Robin, so it's it's a little bit more personal now, you know. We've uh, you know, we were instrumental in a guest that we know we we're all passionate about meeting coming to the convention, and I think that, that's what's making it sweeter. Not you know, like I said, I agree with you, love Dragon Con. We're not taking anything away from it, but this is like I said, this is just a little bit sweeter because you know we had our hand in it. Exactly, exactly, and, and the fact that we could help be a sponsor and be Robin's sponsor and have a huge hand in bringing her here. And many thanks to Tim and Steve. I don't want to end this episode without thanking Tim and Steve uh, immensely. You guys are fantastic. We have enjoyed our time with you. And next weekend, everybody gets to see the fruit of your labors. And after next weekend, you can take a breath for a little while. But then in June, (laughs) it's going to start back up for next year. And... I'm sure this oh, year is yeah. going to be a great success. They've got a lot of guests lined up. Adam Baldwin is coming. He did not cancel, did not back out. He will be there. And so many, so many great comic artists and, and writers and media guests. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something special. And before we go, if you haven't seen us on Facebook or Twitter or on our website and you're listening to this, there have been several that have come before us, namely Proton Charging and GhostbustersNews.com, those guys who have some really, really cool designs uh, for T-shirts and all. And our own rookie, he has uh, been hard at work designing some T-shirts for us. I think they're fantastic. We've got our, our T-shirt shop up and running it's uh, If you go to our website, we've got a button on the right-hand side that will take you straight to it. Uh, otherwise, it's alabamagb.spreadshirt.com. What do you think about all the shirts, Bo? Oh, I love it. I love the neon designs. That's I think that's the thing he's worked the hardest at is the neon designs. I really love them. And some of the other mentions to other things like the caution stripes, you know, and caution stripes and caution stripes and caution stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Not bacon strips. And uh, No. Oh, no. When it comes to Ghostbusters, it's caution stripes. <laughs> but uh, no, I, like I said, I've thoroughly enjoyed all of them. I plan to order some of them here very soon. I, I think like everybody, we're all kind of um, looking at getting that rookie face one. <laughs> yeah, that one That one is funny. That one is very <laughs> funny. I have um, I had my first order from our new shop come in uh, yesterday and today. Um, I had a couple of different orders and I tell you what, the shirts are top notch. Um, they're the brand that I like is uh, Gildan. I believe is how you pronounce it. Uh, they're nice, thick shirts. Yeah. The the designs on them transferred over very well. They look fantastic. So if you're in the market for a Ghostbusters themed t-shirt or hint, hint an Alabama Ghostbusters themed t-shirt, then definitely head over to our website, alabamagb.com. Look for the t-shirt store button on the right hand side or you can just head directly to alabamagb.spreadshirt.com and find a design you like we're going to be adding some other products that are not t-shirts pretty soon and definitely adding new designs as we come up with them so uh, we'd we'd appreciate uh, you looking around the store we try to keep them as 
as cheap as possible for the old wallet during this economic times. But I think you nailed it, Bo. Rookie's rookie specialty has been the, the neon real Ghostbusters shirts, and he's done a fantastic job with those. Cool thing about this, you can get any design on any color t-shirt. So say you want Rookie and Rookie's face on a neon yellow shirt just to draw even more attention to you, you can get it. I like Rookie face on pink. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that 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 combination has crossed my mind more than you think. Oh, I think we're going to have to do that. We uh, we have a couple of. <laughs> uh, I, I personally won't wear it. I don't wear pink. That's just me. Um, doesn't look good on me. Doesn't match my gray hair. Um, <laughs> we have a couple of women's fitted tees in the in the shop. We're going to get some more of those. Maybe get some baby products, but like I said, we've got we've got other things that are available to us in that store that we will be adding. That's that's not just T-shirts. So be on the lookout for those. Well, we thank you very much for joining us for episode seven, and we'll just call this the Robin Shelby interview episode. And thank you so much again to Robin for coming on with us, and we hope to have her on again very soon. We're just we're looking forward to APF. We hope if you're in Birmingham Memorial Day weekend that you'll join us. Come out and say hey to Robin, and we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's at the Cava Grand uh, Center. And you can check them out at alabamaphoenixfestival.com. That'll give you all the hotel and all the information concerning uh, getting in at the door and the guest lineup and panels they're going to have. It, and uh, They're fantastic. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So Definitely. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks so much again to Robin. We thoroughly enjoyed having you. And we will see her and hopefully you sometime next week at Alabama Phoenix Festival. I'm Brock Parker. And I'm Bo Bearden. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for joining the Alabama Ghostbusters. For our community and charity events calendar, visit alabamagb.com.